amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside I am so excited for another episode today. I have a very special guest, Chrissy Yale. She is a business mentor and a soul alignment coach, which obviously all of you here listening know that that is my jam. How can we align to our soul's highest calling? And in that, there's always a shedding, a letting go, and breaking through those barriers that we put on ourselves society puts on us and coming into what it is that we truly want and desire in the world. Thank you, Christy. I'm so excited to see where this conversation goes today. Thank you. Me too. I'm so happy to be here. I'm thrilled to be here. Mm, well, tell us what is most alive for you right now. And I know one thing that I really love about your work is you integrate human design. And I know for me, this was such a pivotal moment in my business to align my design with my business strategy, but would love to hear for you right now, what is really most alive for you and the work that you're doing with your clients, for your heart, for your family? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I love using this as a tool, as a, as an alignment tool. It's the most practical esoteric tool I think I've ever come across because not only, and I'd love to hear more about your experience and what your alignment was, because not what I see with clients all the time is through deeply understanding their human design, they get clear on their strategy, their most aligned strategy. So you can get really specific about, you know, who's your target market? What are you uniquely suited to do? What's your life purpose? What's the work that you're here to serve the collective with? What's your brand? What's your brand messaging? What's your target market? Like it gets really, really, really specific. And, um, and then it also shows you so clearly you know, how are you self-sabotaging? Where are you getting in your own way? What are the patterns that you're caught in that you need to move from the low frequency of to the high frequency? And because it can get so, um, so specific, so in, in such great detail, it's, I find it's the fastest tool I've ever come across to help people get into alignment, to help show you so specifically, like if you shift your business more in this direction. If you niche more in this direction, you'll create greater alignment. You'll create greater magnetism. And if you can move out of the lower frequency of some of your self-sabotaging behaviors, then you can also create greater abundance and, and create more magnetism as well. So I just, I'm so lit up by it. I'm so excited by it. And um, and I I love to see how, like what I found for myself, and it's how I came to use this tool and to use it with clients is I, I was stuck and I was using, I have a lifetime of 
of work using astrology and it was helpful, but it wasn't as specific. And it wasn't until I started working with human design and I started applying it to myself and my own business then all of a sudden everything became wildly clear. And so then I started working with clients and it's so quick, it's so fast and, and it's so resonant. Like what I find that's amazing is you will learn nothing that you don't already innately know about yourself, but it's reflected back to you in a way that clarifies how you have been caught in your own self-sabotage or how you've been trying to serve too many people instead of niching down to one specific target market. So yeah, deeply passionate about it. Yeah. And I love this conversation about like really getting to know yourself because it's with astrology, Enneagram, human design, these different tools that we have to really understand who we are. Some of my background is yoga and meditation as well as like sitting, being able to sit with yourself, to look at the good and the bad, going into relationship and showing all parts and pieces of yourself. It's like the same thing happens with business. And that's what I have found is like, once I got to understand my design, my makeup, where I was born, like where the stars were when I was born, it allowed me to find compassion and forgiveness and understanding for the ways in which I was. And then it gave me full permission to be all that I am and show all that I am without feeling like holding myself back. And like, that's something that has really empowered my business strategy, but also the way in which, you know, working with clients has come to be one thing that really helps is like that soul's calling. Like you were saying, like what you feel called to do. I think that there's this shedding of like, is that really what I have to do? Like, is that what it's like? No, but like, you know, that's what you need to do. And it's like, once we make that move, that's where all of the abundance comes in. That's where the clients start piling in. But at first it's like this edge, it's growth. It's like learning to do the thing that's uncomfortable so that you can allow yourself to receive more, which is like something that I know that you really like talk about is like soul alignment and that doesn't mean it's easy. And that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be like some hard work of like you getting to know what you're afraid of, you getting to know like what limiting beliefs are holding you back. And what I love teaching about is like how this is where you get to live and lead by example, because it's not that you're perfect or that it's not that you don't have fear or that it's not that you're not uncomfortable or you care what other people think. It's like, what do you do when those things come up? And how can you help other people see that like, it's okay to be who you are. This is what I do. How can you do this for yourself? And I'm curious for you, like going into teaching business from running a business, where did you find yourself really like getting out of alignment with what it is you were meant to do and what initiations happened for you to come into this space of like, I meant to guide others through human design, astrology. Like, how did you know that was your calling? And like, what initiations did you go through in that moment? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that we don't realize is how much conditioning we take on. And it's why human design is such a powerful tool, because it does reflect back to us our authentic blueprint, like who we authentically are. And then there's this layer of conditioning that we take on, that we take on from the moment we're born. And we do it in order to ensure secure attachment with our caregivers, right? So we morph and become whoever we need to be to stay securely attached. And often it means we abandon ourselves over and over and over again until we've sort of forgotten who we are. And what I see a lot of the time, and it's certainly been my path, is 
um, that people tend to hit a sort of a, a, a energetic rock bottom where they're like, this isn't working, this life. I'm not happy. Everything's hard. I'm living in scarcity. I'm living in fear. I'm, I'm in a job that should be amazing. I did all the things society told me to do. This should be working really well, but I'm deeply unhappy. I feel like there has to be something more. And that's where these tools. So I work, I work with human design and I also work with the Akashic records and, um, and really like deeply understanding what part is my path versus what is the story I'm living that doesn't belong to me? What is the story I'm living that belongs to my parents, that belongs to my grandparents, that belongs to my great grandparents, that belongs to society at large, that is actually, um, that has taken me away from my, my dharmic path, my soul's purpose, the reason I'm here. And it is uncomfortable. And I'm so glad you said that because a lot of the time when we start to move into alignment, we're like, oh my gosh, this is the hardest, scariest thing I've ever done. This is like jumping off a giant cliff. It feels like I'm going to die. It feels so <laughs> uncomfortable. And that's because we unplug from that safe attachment piece, right? Because safe attachment isn't the same thing as healthy attachment. So that safe attachment of I'm going to be who society wants me to be, who my parents want me to be, who my partner wants me to be, because then I'm safe, except that I'm miserable and I'm out of alignment and I'm not doing, I'm not living my soul's calling. And then when we unplug from that and we start really living from our authentic self, it is often like, it does feel like, oh my gosh, I might die here. <laughs> this moment of, I'm not going to survive. I'm going to get kicked out of my family. You know, it's like this idea of changing our behavior in a way that is out of alignment with how we think we should be. More often than not, nobody actually cares as much as we do, right? It's a perceived fear a lot more than it often is a, an actual fear. But when we start, when we can hold that growth edge and we can trust that being in alignment with our authentic self, our authentic desires, our authentic voice, our authentic calling, and we can hold it and we can keep walking with it, then over time we create enough experience to recognize, okay, we're, we're in alignment, but it does take time. And I see a lot of people, they sort of dip their toe in and then they're like, nope, never mind, forget it, too hard, too scary, I'll go back to the, to the, you know, the job where society says that I'm a good girl and I've done the right things and I'll be miserable. Um, so for me to answer your question, um, I have, I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years. Um, I have had a, a, a lifetime of, in my twenties, I tried to do exactly what I thought was successful. I worked for a brokerage firm and I, I wore really nice suits and I made a lot of money. I made way more money than one should in their 20s. And I was really trying to check all the boxes of, of what society wanted me to be. And I got horribly, horribly sick. So sick that I couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. Like my body took me out before my mind and my heart would. And, um, and I had to start over and I started um, working in the arts. And that felt more aligned. 
and working in the arts, I, I was an artist and I was creative. And so there was a part of that period of time in my life where I was in my soul's calling. I was doing what my soul desired me to do for that period of time. Um, I went through a divorce, a very complicated divorce. And it was beautiful in that there was a, a sort of a, 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 a energetic up level I had to go through, through the divorce in stepping into my own personal power. And as I did that, when I sort of survived that divorce, then I started my own business and I started my entrepreneurial journey and I built a theater company and it was beautiful and it was the greatest learning of my life because I suffered so badly for the first six years. It was all masculine energy. It was all burnout and hustle. It was all scarcity. It was really uh, 80, 90, 100 hours a week and, you know, barely scraping by and then, you know, receiving artistic merit and recognition, but still not making any money. And about halfway through at that six year point, I was like, I am doing this all wrong. I, there's something I don't understand. And um, I started deeply getting into and learning about feminine energetics. And then as I'm sure you know, when you combine strategy with energetics, all of a sudden it's like magic starts to happen. And so that was the experience as we started to create balance and momentum and growth. And then a few years ago, at the beginning of the pandemic, I actually started a second um, theater company and applied all that I knew and, um, and, and was able to scale to seven figures in like 18 months instead of, you know, eight and a half years. Like, it was just like, oh, just add water. Like, you really start to understand there's a synergy that happens when you combine strategy with energetics. Um, but I still wasn't in my, you know, my soul's calling, you know, there was still, I started to recognize the signs because now this was the third time I was like, okay, I'm not happy. I'm not filled with, I'm not lit up from the inside. I'm, I feel half empty and it's that feeling. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm not, I, I'm, there's something here that is greater that I know that my soul is supposed to be doing that is greater than what I'm doing. And for me, um, I had been still half in the spiritual closet my whole life. And I recognized through my own personal development that I needed to reconcile these pieces and parts of myself. And then as I did that, um, I, it became really, really clear that the work that I am here to do is both. But my first step was... Um, I actually started my business as a channel and working in the Akashic Records. And then I found I was working with entrepreneurs all of the time. And I was like, oh, I see. I see, universe. I'm supposed to put all of these pieces together. Um, and it's been pretty magical ever since. So it's very integrated. And it takes all of the things that I've learned throughout my life that have been that I've been successful at and put them all together. And now I'm able to serve people through you know, I do human design readings and Akashic Records readings, readings, but the the bulk of my work is mentorship through um, for entrepreneurs. So, mm -hmm. long answer to your question. <laughs> I absolutely love this like 
What I absolutely love the most is always when I bring someone onto the podcast or I go into another podcast, it's like the stories near one another in some way. And I remember when I was um, just graduating high school, my dad had died of cancer. And so I was doing everything that I could to make him proud. I went to high school. I had the boyfriend. I had the car. I had the house. I had the money. And I was like, what's happiness? And so that really led me into my soul awakening of like, I got to break what he told me was success. And I hope he's still proud of me, but like, he wasn't here to give me that confirmation. So it was like, what I loved about what you said is like, the social conditioning or the conditioning that we have happens from birth. And so oftentimes we find ourselves operating in ways again and again, because then what happened is I went and did a yoga teacher training. I moved to Costa Rica and I was like, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to live this freedom-based lifestyle. And then I was still hustling. I was still in the work harder to be more successful, make the world proud because like I'm doing something, I'm checking things off the box. And it was like, oh, wait, I'm bringing myself with me. So it was like constantly really being able to unplug from this conditioning that I had seen since my dad was alive, him doing to himself. And so I saw him and I repeated it in every area. And that's when for me, feminine energetics came in and was like, no, you don't have to do more to see more success. And it was like, you can lay on the beach and read a book. That's okay, you know? And so bringing that into my journey and then hearing your journey, the one thing that came through is that everyone has a soul journey in their business evolution, whether it's successful or not. The question I always get is, Amber, how did you know this was the thing? And I was like, I didn't. I just took what was most alive and present for me then. And I just kept adding on. And then there would be another thing. And then another thing that it's like, now it's like, it's all of these things. And it's this, but it's still all of this. And I remember when I had mine, like, a, a business coach, like to help entrepreneurs and other people to run their business. Like that can't be me. I'm a yoga teacher. And then it was like, no, you're teaching business from a yogic philosophy lens because yoga is part of who you are and the way in which you operate your life. And then you're like, oh wait, yogic philosophy is just psychology and a way of living a fulfilled life by being conscious in a way. Oh wait, this is entrepreneurship. And it was like, oh, all of this is just adding up. So it's like, if you're listening to know that your evolution, there's no wrong path. Like the path that you're on is building you to where you're growing. And every time you hit that new edge, it's just like you have a new piece to your story. And so thank you so much for sharing your story, because it is just this reminder that we all have a story and that there is no one right way to find where you're growing other than to not take action when you feel yourself being called to what's next. It's inaction that keeps us where we are. And yeah, it's comfortable where you are, but like uncomfortability is where growth happens and it's where the awakening occurs and it's where we allow ourselves to like receive that much more. Yes. Yes. That's beautifully said. And it really, it it's, evolution, right? It's, it's a lifetime of growth and knowing that, you know, what you're doing now, my guess would be five years from now, there will be so much evolution and growth in your world that you'll be like, well, now this, this is my embodied service to the world. Right. And then five years after that. And, and when we get, I think we can get so attached to identity, to our perception of what our identity is and forget, and it it closes us down from possibility mm-hmm. and 
might be available for us. And we're like, yeah, but I can't do that because I'm this thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, the, the significance of niching. Like when people start, I do a lot of work with spiritual entrepreneurs. And when spiritual entrepreneurs start on their path, they tend to offer a little bit of everything. Like maybe I'll just put out this buffet of services and hope somebody buys something. And I talk a lot about the importance of niching, right? Like start with, you know, your wheelhouse, the thing that you're great at, become excellent at it, and then expand, and then expand beyond that. But it's important to keep expanding. So start with the one thing, but know that it won't always be that one thing, right? Mm -hmm. And that your soul's constantly desiring growth. And what I love so much about entrepreneurship is I think it's, it's the greatest study of the human condition because we constantly get in our own way. We're, we're constantly called to greater versions of ourselves. And when we're outside of the corporate box, not to knock, you know, there's, I've worked in institutions and, and businesses and there's tremendous value to it. But when we're, when it's all us, when it's all on us, when it's all, when it is us, nothing will, um, will activate growth more and faster. And I think it is such a gift. Like I will never not be an entrepreneur, both because I love the independence and autonomy of it. And I love the limitless nature of it, but I also love that my soul grows greater and faster because of it every single day. It's amazing. It's the spiritual devotion to growth. And that's where it called me forward and through is like the commitment to take risks and grow in those risks. And what is the byproduct? Evolution and growth, like so much evolution. And like five years ago, no one could have said this is where we are. Like, I don't think there's anyone on the planet that said, like, five years ago, I knew that's where I was going. Because I always like, I moved to Costa Rica and I had no idea this is what it was going to look like. Yet this was my dream. It's wild and bizarre. Like, this is the dream, but it's never what you think it's going to look like. And it's so expansive, so beautiful, so amazing. I just love it. And the one thing that I would love to ask and for you to share, like, your take on this and like how it came into your business energetics and like what does the feminine energetics mean to you and incorporating that weaving it through your business strategy because we talk a lot about that here on the podcast like embodiment mindset the energy of what you think and how you feel and how that goes to influencing everything it is that you do what is your spin and how has that influenced the way that you show up in your life and business um, it's such a good question. It's such a good question. My, um, I'll be curious to hear what you think about it, actually. Um, for me, what I found is it's, it's a couple of things. One is the willingness to be really radically honest with oneself about the ways that we get in our own way energetically. So like if we're constantly bypassing, if we're constantly like, I know manifestation, it's just, I just have to think positive. I'm like, that's not going to work, baby. It's just not going to work. Like we got to get real here. If it's, it takes a lot to walk with our own shadow and wounding and um, unhealthy patterns and really dedicate ourselves to cleaning that up within ourselves. 
Like if you, one of the things I love to talk about is sales. And when you really break down the energetics of sales, so much of it has to do with our ability to receive. Like how deeply can you receive love? Really? Like there's, there's an entire strategy part of it where we can look at like messaging and marketing and branding and the client journey and the sales funnel. But when you look at the energetics of sales, where, where's the sticky part around receiving? Like, what is that? What's hard about that? And often it has more to do with attachment and nervous system and wounding than anything else. Um, the other part of it, so that's the, the, a lot of what I'm interested in when I look at energetics and it's what I use working in the Akashic Records a lot for are like, what, what's the generational conditioning that you're holding around abundance, scarcity, lack, uh, em empowerment, like sense of self and self-worth. Like what, what is all of that for you? Where is all of that out of alignment? Like where are all the knots that need to get untangled? Um, and then, you know, the other part of it is how deeply can you trust and surrender? <laughs> and I think that they're connected, right? Like, when we go back to our attachment wounds in this life and, and our relationships with our parents and our relationships with our siblings and our, our relationship with, with our conditioning and with society, a lot of the breakdown to trust and surrender actually is informed through understanding that part of ourselves. Like, why is it so scary to trust why do we wait? What happens to your nervous system when you move out of the psychology and the the you know the uh, endorphins and high adrenaline of hustle, where it feels like, well, I'm working really hard, so I'll be rewarded. You know what happens when you put all of that down? Well, for a lot of people, their nervous system freaks out. And so when we can really look at why, what's really happening, what do you need to, um, you know, where are the neural pathways that we need to rewire here? What, where's the somatic work that we need to do here to really look at what surrendering is and how we can feel safe in surrendering? Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's when we start to see progress. But I think a lot of what can be tricky is, um, what I see a lot is I see I see people be like, okay, well, I just need to, okay, I just surrender. I'm just gonna <laughs> just surrender. I'll just surrender. How hard could it be? I just sit here. I just don't do anything. But energetically, you know, manifestation isn't who we are. It's 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 what we are. It's our field. It's our it's our energy, and what we desire to call into us becomes an energetic match for our energy, and so it really that deep work is, you know, how can I love the act of surrender, right? How can I surrender and be in the surrender to the surrender and celebrate it? <laughs> and I think people do a lot of that, like, and I'm sure you see this too. There's like a lot of that, like 5%. Okay. I'm doing the top 5%, but underneath the surface, um, it, like what comes to mind is that is, is the image of a lake or a, or the ocean where everyone's doing the top where the waves are. Okay, well, I made this the water still, but underneath all of that, I'm freaking out. I'm like paddling to save my life 
because I, I'm not really truly surrendering because I haven't done the deeper um, nervous system work. Mm. I really love how you bring in the energetics of like generations because a lot of times it's the energy of what we've been taught and what is like you don't even know it's there because it was given to you through birth through like the energy and the beliefs of your parents and I remember like the first time this came forward and through for me was had nothing to do with business but I never loved myself and I realized oh my parents didn't love themselves I came into this world from parents that didn't know how to love oneself. And that was within me. And then when I realized that I was doing ancestral work, I was like, oh, that was my grandmother too. And it just was like, this is so deep. And like, I'm the first person that I know in my family that chose myself over someone else. And so like, I love that you bring that into the energy because that's so powerful to bring into our business that it isn't just us. And yeah, the surrender. It's like, you want me just to sit here. You don't want me to take action, but it's like, it's not, not do. Like, I think there's a lot of BS on the internet. on like, get rich easily. I'm like, no, work your butt off, set the things up and then shut the effing computer and go be with your family. You know, it's like, so it's like, I am someone that like, I've shifted from the hustle because I like how you brought that into the nervous system. Cause I didn't know what to do when there was nothing to do because I didn't have hobbies. I didn't have passions because my joy or purpose was by working. But that's when I was selling my time for money. And then when I found hobbies, I was like, oh, I'm going to work hard. And then I'm going to go surfing and go be present with my family. So it's like, I love how you integrate it, not just in like what we're doing now, but also ancestral beliefs, but also like wounding and how we can integrate all of these. And then it's like, what happens when you let go? And a lot of times it is us fighting because we want to control the outcome. But part of that outcome is like letting go and how you feel in that letting go is really going to be the co-creation and manifestation of what happens because some people are like, okay, I'm going to let go. But if they're just freaking out inside of their mind and how they feel inside, they're not going to get the business results. In the same way as like, if you don't do anything at all, you're not going to get the business results. So it's like how, or a relationship, whatever it may be, it doesn't have to just be business. It can be business. It can be money. It can be your soulmate. It can be healing relationship with your child, whatever it may be that letting go of the outcome because we can't control the outcome, but we can control how we feel while we let go of the outcome. Like that's deep work. And it's also circling back to Christy, why we said entrepreneur is the best spiritual journey of human human growth and evolution that ever existed because there is a lot that we have to do not just in our business but in ourselves and in our humans and that is where the energetics and the inner work comes in so I know that we could be here for so long having this conversation I mean our first conversation y'all that we had was like okay like yeah we definitely have things to talk about for hours so let's book in some podcast interviews so cool Christy tell the listeners where they can come follow along on your journey get readings get to understand themselves through these different practices that you guide yeah absolutely um and yes I could talk to you about this for hours for hours and it just really quickly I'm just so glad that you said it's not about not working hard because I think that that's one of the biggest misconceptions is Mm. people are like oh I'm just in feminine energetics why isn't it working it's like well no it's not about not doing anything it's just about Yes, it's about do aligned action, do what you need to do, and then trust. 
and go have fun. And the more fun you have, the more magic you create, truly. The more magic. Um, yes, it's so true. <laughs> um, so my company is called This Sacred Life. And it's the website is www.thissacred.life. Also, I'm on Instagram at uh, thissacred.life. And I have, so right now I have um, human design packages where I work specifically with entrepreneurs. So I have um, a human design for business um, package where we look at, you know, your, your path, your, your purpose, your, all the ways you self-sabotage. And then we actually get into strategy where we look at, we do look at your niche, your target market, your brand, your messaging. It gets really, really granular. So I have a two session package. I also have a month long marketing package where I work with people on their marketing and their messaging and aligned content and, and a month long um, package. And then I do mentorship. Um, and then the one other thing that I do is I have what's called a soul blueprint package, which is not specific to entrepreneurs, where I work with people over a three session package and we do an Akashic Records reading, we do an astrology reading and we do a human design reading. So it's really comprehensive and it's really about soul alignment. And that's that's pretty fun, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many juicy ways to plug in with Christy. All of that will be linked into the show notes. Thank you for listening. And just a quick reminder that to enter to win a free week of Voxer coaching with me, head over to Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star review, share it, screenshot, tag me and Christy in your post and be entered to win one free week of Voxer coaching with me. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.